Tech Night Owl Live, the show for PC users who can handle the truth. And now, here's your host, Gene Steinberg. This week on the Tech Night Owl Live, we'll be featuring the one, the only, Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer. We'll be talking about Apple's possible plans for its TV shows. A bit later, an encore appearance from Bob Levitis. All this and more on the Tech Night Owl Live. So, big question of the one, the only, Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer. Was there an outage of Apple Maps? And does that mean if it doesn't work, I have to walk? <laughs> well, I suppose that depends on exactly how much you need Apple Maps. Of course, even when Ma- Apple Maps is out, Google Maps would theoretically work as would Waze or any of the other third-party uh, mapping apps. But uh, this particular outage uh, only lasted a few hours. Uh, Apple Maps is back up and running. Uh, but while it was out, yeah, it was out. Well, I'm glad that it's working again. I was very, rather upset about the possibility here that if Apple Maps wasn't working, I'd have to walk all day. No, I'm kidding. See, when I bring up something in Google, when I want to find, say, a supermarket that's near me, it will allow me to choose directions, but I don't have a choice whether it's Apple Maps or Google Maps. And it's like half and half. Does that make sense to you? No. Can you say it again, Gene? Okay, let me say it again. So I go to Google. Yeah. And I say I want to find the nearest Walmart. So I'll sure. Walmart and I will see Walmart Supercenter and I'll see one that's right near me. So I choose that one. And then I have the option to specify directions. And it'll say okay. directions, six minute drive. So yeah. I will tap directions and it will launch Apple Maps. When you're searching from Google in, in Safari. Yes. Yes, sure. But sometimes it will bring up Google Maps. From Google, from the same circumstances? I think it very largely depends on what kind of deal the vendor has. I would think you would find that more often if you were doing a search from within a Google app, that the Google, the Google app would take you to... Uh, Google Maps, but that Safari should always take you to Apple Maps simply because it's it's the it's an Apple app that's doing the call. Maybe it would depend uh, on the exact hooks being generated by whoever is producing the link that you're using. Sometimes the search will link you to something linked through the vendor. Like I, I want to find the Home Depot nearest me. And there's a Home Depot two miles away. So I will tap that, and then I'll tap directions, but that's linking off the Home Depot site, and the Home Depot site will then choose Google Maps. Yeah, they're, they're embedding a Google widget of some sort. So, the, yeah, the, the, that makes sense. As we're talking, by the way, if you hear a noise in the background, what's happening here is that somebody's car is being taken away. And they will leave us soon. It is not my car, because anytime I hear a truck like that, I look out. Oh, they're not taking my car today, so I'm safe. So anyway, I saw them posted at a different site. Don't want to mention which one. They were listing the various improvements that have been made to Apple Maps every single month. 
And it looks like a lot of stuff is going down there. Pretty good stuff. Yeah, I think that Apple has put a lot of work into making maps better. I mean, do, do you remember um, several years ago? I want to say even when Steve Jobs was, was still with us. And Eric Schmidt was still chairman of Google. CEO of Google, actually. And he said that, you know, Apple should just should should keep using us because doing maps is hard. This was right after Apple Maps was was launched. So maybe Steve, had, I guess Steve. Had well, Steve wasn't away. alive when Apple Maps was launched. That's when everything went awry. Right. And Tim Cook apologized. But Scott Forstall wouldn't apologize. He would not go on the apology tour. Right. And therefore, he would have been a good candidate for the White House because he doesn't apologize or didn't. But seriously speaking here, that's when Tim Cook said, sure, use Waze or use yeah, Google yeah, Maps use Google, or something. Use whatever. And, and Eric Schmidt said at the time, uh, doing maps is hard, with the implication, of course, being that it's too hard for Apple. And doing maps is no doubt hard, but it turns out if Google can do it, Apple can do it too, you know, turns out. And I, I think that Apple Maps has become an absolutely excellent top-rate mapping service that certainly belongs in the same category as Google Maps. Um, the, 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 the caveat there would be that I do use Apple Maps mostly within Apple's backyard. And so, you know, things do tend to work pretty well in Apple's backyard. I, I certainly know that in some parts of the country, Apple Maps is a little bit less good. Where I am now is kind is kind of a backyard for Apple, too, because they've got a data center about 20 minutes from here. And they have the third store, the third Apple store mm. is located about 15 minutes from here. So I guess we're in Apple's backyard, too. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, Apple does have a presence in different parts of the country. And I would imagine that wherever they do have that presence, Apple Maps is probably going to work just a little bit better because they've got employee data um, that can be being used, too. All right, that's good to know. So much for Apple Maps or so little for Apple Maps, make your choice. So we hope here that Apple Maps will not have these outages again. Imagine if you're on a trip, though, and you're depending on Apple Maps. Hmm. Oh, well. yeah. And it suddenly fails. Does Google Maps ever fail? Uh, you know, I don't, uh, I don't know if they ever have any service outages. I don't use Google Maps very much anymore. Google, I don't need Google knowing where I'm going. It knows where you're going. It knows when you'll get there. It knows how you'll get there. It is... Google Maps. I mean, there are areas where I don't like Google Maps in one other way, and the reason I don't like it is Google Maps is not very good about shutting up when it's giving you turn by turn. It doesn't know how to just shut up. It just gets too wordy. Yeah, I've always felt the same thing about uh, Apple Maps, especially uh, like if I'm on a road trip in particular and I'm listening to music, I don't want my mapping directions to interrupt my music. I really don't. So I, I actually just turn off voice directions for uh, Apple Maps. You know what a problem is here is that when you're using the Bluetooth connection, 
Apple Maps does not announce anything anymore. Really? Yeah, I'm using a Bluetooth connection to my iPhone. And I've had this in two different cars. And currently it's a vintage Volkswagen Jetta. Not the most recent model, but the Bluetooth ought to be pretty up to date. But audio in the iPhone for things like maps, you don't hear it. Sometimes you'll hear Google Maps, but not huh. Apple Maps. I mean, you just, you just see the visual display. That's it. I see. That's interesting. I don't know if that's an iOS problem or not, because I run the public betas, and every so often I'll get a release where it will work. I'll hear the announcements, and then there'll be an update, and it won't work again. That's freaky. I I don't even know what to say about that. So much for Apple Maps. Glad to see that they're improving and all that stuff. Now, my personal experience with Apple Maps is mostly favorable. Most of the places to which I want to travel, I get there without any hassles, without any troubles. In some cases, Google Maps and Apple Maps can be downright inscrutable. I want to ask you a question here, though, and this is about Mac OS Mojave. Okay. Our favorite desert application and operating system. But first, I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. If you or anyone you love has been diagnosed with lung cancer, asbestosis, or mesothelioma, your diagnosis may be the result of job-related exposure to asbestos, and you may be entitled to compensation. Over $30 billion in trusts have been set aside for individuals who have been affected by asbestos exposure. How do you protect your rights and get the compensation you deserve? Call Capital Legal Group now at 800-400-LUNG. Capital Legal Group is one of the nation's resources for settlement of lung cancer and mesothelioma cases. Law firms have successfully recovered over $2.7 billion dollars for their clients in all 50 states and claims have been paid in as little as 60 days if you or a family member were diagnosed with lung cancer asbestosis or mesothelioma call capital legal group now at 800-400-LUNG we'll open a no-cost case review on your behalf a history of tobacco use or cigarette smoking will not disqualify your case visit 800-400-LUNG.com or call 800-400-LUNG call 800-400-5864 now that's 800-400-LUNG Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, 
get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. This is Fred. Uh, hi, I'm Fred. Fred's a repeater. I tend to repeat. Fred has a business. I do have a business. And a problem. Fred repeats the same tired advertising over and over, and now it doesn't work. Over and over. But Fred is about to see a vision. I'm seeing a vision. Advertising on the Genesis Communications Network is the smart way for Fred to reach his potential customers with the most affordable national advertising rates, period. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just email advertise at GCNlive.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow night owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. We have the one, the only... Brian Chaffet of the Mac Observer, and we have a wide variety of things to talk about. We're finished with Apple Maps for today. We have in Mojave dark mode. Yes. Why? I mean, I guess if it's a feature, fine, but I just don't think so. Well, um, it turns out, now, I want you to brace yourself. It turns out you aren't everyone. That Was that you hitting the desk <laughs> I'm not. Hold you're on not. a second. No, you're you're not everyone. I just plopped on the desk. Why did you do that to me? <laughs> well, so my point there, of course, I'm not. I'm not actually trying to. I, I was successful anyway. I'm not trying to be mean. Different yes, you are. People, I, you're absolutely correct. I was trying to be mean, um, but different people like different things and different um, strokes for different folks. Yeah, and and like dark mode, uh, for instance, logic. Uh, is effectively a dark mode design. Uh, Apple's uh, professional uh, mixing software, and some of Apple's other map, uh, other apps have had a sort of dark mode design too. But the operating system itself hasn't hasn't allowed it. And the thing is, is that you know, like uh, I, I think the dark mode is in particular aimed at developers and it's aimed at people who who might be working on their Macs a lot at night and people who want a dark mode are really excited by it but it it's okay if you don't want it tim cook is not going to come to my house and say you have to have dark mode he is not going to do that uh you're going to be able to not use dark mode if you, if you don't want it but uh, those who do 
will have access to it. And this doesn't like the the dark mode is is it's in, it's entirely optional. And what it does is it it makes all of the interface elements dark with you know like light writing on them instead of um, light with dark writing on them. And it can also be very, very beneficial in addition to it being useful at night. It can be very useful for uh, people for whom color is important because you can get more accurate colors uh, using dark mode. Let me give you a lesson here, something I learned in graphic design a long time ago. It's harder to read white text on black than black text on white. Doesn't anybody know that? Uh, But not at night, not when it's dark. Yes, I work in the dark because I'm a vampire. Okay, this is a feature for vampires, right? Yeah, essentially. Okay, it's a feature for vampires. Okay. Apple has teamed up with Oprah Winfrey for shows. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Well, those who are excited by Oprah Winfrey... (sighs) Excuse me. (laughs) It's been a long night. I guess would be excited over that. And I think that Apple's spending a lot of time with big names here. I guess it's going to be something where they can get more traffic. So that's why they have the big names. J.J. Abrams, Steven Spielberg, Ron Moore, who did Battlestar Galactica. A lot of people there who are doing these shows. And it looks like now, I counted 19 before we heard about Oprah Winfrey. 19 shows that are expected. Now... That's a lot of shows, isn't it? It's like a, if you look at, I'll give you an example of this. You look at a normal TV network that has a network shows 7, 8, 9, and 10 p.m. Four shows a night. Okay? For seven nights, it's sometimes you have half-hour sitcoms. It might be different. Well, let's just say one-hour shows. Okay? Okay. So you've got 28 shows. If you have the CW... They have three hours of shows every night, but they didn't have Saturday and Sunday. They're adding Sunday this fall. So let's just say CW has three hours of shows, six nights a week. That's 18. So Apple is about to have almost as many shows here as a traditional TV network in prime time. Well, uh, yeah, they, they're headed that way. We still we have no idea if they're, if they're getting anywhere you know, near to, to, to their target. But, you know, keep in mind, like I'm looking at Netflix, uh, Netflix is apparently targeting something like 700 original shows for, for this year, 700. Right. But remember, we're talking about 52 weeks a year, 700 shows. Yeah. That's not a lot. If you think about it. Uh, well, it, it is if they're all if they're all original. I don't know actually if those are all original original TV shows. They certainly have a lot more than nineteen or twenty. And don't forget the anime movie that broke this week. Uh, that Apple is apparently no, excuse me, it's not anime. It's animated. Apple has apparently is in talks with Cartoon Saloon, which is an Irish animation house that has already received an Academy Award nomination. Um, uh, I think it was for Breadwinner, their most recent their most recent film, and Apple's apparently negotiating with them for the rights to uh, the next 
cartoon saloon movie, which will be ready in about a year. So unlike the TV shows, if Apple were to sign the rights for that, uh, Apple wouldn't be developing this, the movie because the movie's already being made by the by, by by the animation house. It becomes a distribution agreement. It might come at a pretty good time, though, because AT&T's plan merger with Time Warner was approved. They've already signed the deal, like just a couple of days after they got the verdict from the judge. I guess before somebody could stop them, they signed the deal then and there. Isn't yeah, because they had they had everything in place before the Trump administration uh, put the kibosh on it. Right. So they've got it now. They're all set to go. And we wonder how that's going to impact things. It will certainly cause mergers and stuff. Now, when well, you say, when, I want to ask you a quick question back up. Netflix, it means 700 shows, many of which will have multiple episodes. Yeah, 700 series is what, is what I was saying. I, I, I can't, I don't know if that's actually correct, but they certainly have scores of original shows. 700 original series movies, is just like TV impossible. Shows. I mean, that's more than any of the major networks have. Because remember, I said, what, ABC, CBS, 28 shows plus the half-hour sitcoms, so maybe 35 shows. But each one of those 35 shows will have up to 22 or 23 episodes. Now imagine having well, the most 20 of the- times as many shows as CBS or ABC. That doesn't sound right, does it? Well, so, I mean, all Netflix shows are created equal. Uh, Some of them have higher production values than others. Some of them are their original shows, but they're actually being brought in from other markets. So that Netflix here in the States has uh, uh, purchased the distribution rights for, say, you know, like there's a bunch of, for instance, South Korean soap operas, for instance, uh, that I know are are running around on Netflix. So that's an original show, but it's not actually being produced by Netflix and the production value on them really isn't all that high, just like with most soap operas. We've Uh, got a lot more to come with Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer talking about what Apple's doing in terms of original TV content. It sounds it's going to be a lot. This is the Tech Night Out Live. for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Get the ultimate knife at an ultimate price. The Fox Karambit Knife. Finally available in the U.S. The Fox Karambit Knife opens with one hand. Faster than you can pull a handgun. For utility, for defense, and for way less than other knives of this caliber. Go to TheUltimateKnife.com. Truly the best knife you will ever own. And only available at TheUltimateKnife.com. Use promo code RADIO at checkout for free shipping. Get the ultimate knife at the ultimate price. At TheUltimateKnife.com. We call it the crapper, water closet, outhouse, or bathroom. But where do you go when there's nowhere to go? The answer is the Biffy Bag. The Biffy Bag is a pocket-sized disposable toilet that fits in your glove box, tackle box, toolbox, backpack, or purse. The Biffy Bag has everything you need for a sanitary and comfortable relief experience. It's ready to use in just seconds, and just toss it in the trash when you're done. It's your Biffy in a Jiffy. BiffyBag.com. B-I-F-F-Y-B-A-G.com. It's been said 
Any society is only three missed meals away from chaos. Those times may be near. Think about it. Our country faces multiple terrorist threats and aggressions from Russia and North Korea. Social unrest and violent marches yet again may lead to looting of stores and city shutdowns. And our crumbling infrastructure leaves our power grid vulnerable to long-term outages from a single cyber attack. When the chaos from any one of these threats arises, the government knows it can't provide during a widespread national emergency. That's why you need your own plan for self-reliance. That's where My Patriot Supply comes in. Get a four-week survival food supply for only $99. That includes breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Order online at preparewithgcn.com. $99 for four weeks of survival food that tastes like homemade cooking and lasts up to 25 years from My Patriot Supply. Get your kits today at preparewithgcn.com. Free shipping is included. Preparewithgcn.com. If you owe money to the IRS, you need to hear this. The IRS is cracking down on those who owe back taxes. It starts with a devastating letter. And if you don't act immediately, you could find yourself having your wages garnished or have a lien placed on your property. But there's a solution. Tax 10,000 can help. Avoid enforced compliance, where these holds on your income and seizure of your home could become a nightmare that just won't end. Call 800-239-9957 now and speak to one of our experts. 800-239-9957 is the number to link you directly to a tax resolution specialist who will negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Working through the IRS Fresh Start program, all the forms will be handled for you. All you have to do is make the toll-free call. 800-239-9957. Find out if you qualify possibly save yourself thousands of dollars, not to mention a lot of headaches. It could be the best call you've made today. That number again, 800-239-9957. The service does not provide tax settlement or legal services. We will refer you to a company that does provide such services. Often the IRS will not agree to any reduction in the amount owed. Not all taxpayers who owe more than $10,000 will qualify for a tax reduction program. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-261-9818 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-261-9818. Again, 800-261-9818. Live with Gene Steinberg, it's the Tech Night Owl, because you never know what's going to happen next. So there you go, Apple... Do they want to be the next Netflix? I mean, they're obviously loading up on enough shows, and I assume they'll debut probably in 2019, to be the equivalent of a CBS or ABC in terms of the number of original shows. Although probably they'll have only like 10 or 13 episodes. It's not going to be this 22, 23 stuff, which can be really, really difficult. I mean, I think even with the best of TV shows, there are going to be some stinkers, along the way to have to produce that many. 
you know, some throwaway episodes or something like that. Yeah, Just, 10 episodes has become pretty common. Six to 10 episodes has become pretty common for a lot of series. It really kind of just depends on the series, the producers, the writers, the creative team, et cetera. And keep in mind, too, that uh, with all of these shows that Apple is signing, they're not all going to hit the ground on day one. You know, they're going to be the, of the shows that have already been signed, let alone future shows that will be signed. Some of them will be ready to go. You know, it, it, when, when Apple launches whatever service this is going to be under, and some of them will be ready to go months later. You know, the, the Apple is looking at at filling content, filling original content uh, throughout throughout the year. They're doing it very fast too, obviously, because you you hear every couple of weeks now someone's being signed up. Something's got to give soon. There ought to be some announcement at least. Uh well. Really? I mean, you know, why? I mean, when Apple, it'll be announced when Apple's has a launch date for whatever the service is going to be. Do you think it's going to be a totally different service, or will it be an add-on or something that's part of Apple Music? No way, it's part of Apple Music. There's no way it's part of Apple Music. Not for not for ten bucks a month. Well, how much do you pay for Netflix? Um, you're paying what? Uh, is it nine ninety nine or ten ninety nine or something like that? Currently, it depends. And the full package, I think, is fourteen ninety nine. That's four K, right? And so, multiple screens and everything like that. But so, the, yeah. the issue is with Apple Music is that money is already earmarked for music. So you know the, that price is predicated on having. Um, uh, on having to pay the, the 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 labels and the and the rights holders for music, and I think that Apple's going to need a separate subscription service, perhaps another ten ten dollars a month, perhaps not, but 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 probably, but I think it'll be separate. I think it'll be, it'll be something like you know Apple Shows or probably, I bet Apple Shows is the one that has really stuck in my mind. Makes the most sense. Apple shows sounds kind of lame, doesn't it? Forgive my criticism. No, don't forgive it. Not to forget it. <laughs> but I was thinking here what they could also do here is they could use this as a way to grow Apple Music memberships. I don't know how much money they spend on paying artists for their music service. We're, we're hearing that Apple's spending, what, a billion dollars for TV content, but we only hear that in rumors. We don't know. Does Apple think, for example, if they add TV, it makes it so unique that twice as many people will subscribe and therefore that will cover the costs? Again, I don't I don't think there's enough money in the in those subscriptions to to cover all to, to cover music and video. I, 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 I just don't see that. I don't see the math working out. I mean, admit, admittedly, Apple could use it as a loss leader, but. Tim Cook has gone on record repeatedly is talking about how important revenues and profits from revenues, excuse me, services and profits from those services are a big part of where Apple is seeing growth. And they want to, they want to make it even bigger by, by 2020. I, I think they would launch this as a separate standalone service that's focused on, on video. And it also doesn't make a whole lot of sense to put all, all of your video content under a service called Apple Music. They can call it Apple Music and TV. I was doing some addition here. So 
I'm not sure what the current membership is with Apple Music, like 40 million. And then most people pay 10, some pay, what, 14.99 for more members. I just said, okay, let's make it 50 million. I pay 85 a year for what okay. that's worth. How much? 85 a year. All right, 50 million. So they're getting $500 million a month. Okay. So that's going to be, what, $6 billion a year. And how much of that goes to the artist and for back-end costs? Yeah, nowhere near enough is going to the artist. Because the money's actually not going to the artist. The money's going to the labels, and the labels pay the artists. Sometimes. Yeah, except, <laughs> except, for, except for the artists who, your, your, your joke is on point, uh, but, but there's also the artists who are big enough that they're negotiating their rights. Well, we have to think, themselves. for example, the most blatant example was Creedence Clearwater Revival, John Fogarty, and Fantasy Records. And in order to get out of the deal for Fantasy Records, where they were ripping him off, he had to give them the rights to all his music, you know, Proud Mary and everything else. I don't know how that stands now, but that was years ago, like in the 70s or 80s, to I, I, get away I, from that company. Yeah, I think he actually uh, owns the rights again, but I could be mistaken. I haven't, I haven't researched that in a long time. They actually have a bio of him as a site, johnfogarty.com, and it's incredibly, incredibly honest. It goes in some of the details of the breakup of Creedence Clearwater Revival and his disputes with uh, Stu Cook and Doug Clifford, the other two members. Of course, his brother, Tom Fogarty, died a long time ago. And they were performing with other band called Creedence Clearwater Revisited or something like that, like a tribute band. And he went completely nuts over that. He won't even talk to them. The last story. We shouldn't get away from that because it's anyway. I don't because there's always something weird going on in the music business. It's weird. Like for example, Tommy James and the Shondells, and I think they had Lori Records was the recording company, and it turned out to be the front for the Mob. So here's this kid from Michigan, Tommy James, and he wrote a book about this, by the way. And so he's selling. Tens of millions of records in the 60s and I guess early 70s. And if he wanted money, they weren't sending him checks. He'd go to the boss, who was one of those guys with a broken nose or whatever, and he'd have to beg to get some pocket change. <laughs> Think about how the music industry was then. It's true. It's true. There's a lot of problems. But, you know, looking at the music industry today, a big reason why why I, I don't think there's any money in Apple Music to pay for you know this this big expansion into original video content is to to look at Spotify. You know, Spotify has I don't know like fifty percent, sixty percent more subscribers than Apple does, and they lose money. Like you know, they lose money on every single customer, but they're going to make it up in volume, and uh, and and it's and it's. Because there's not enough money in the Spotify subscription to actually pay for all the rights that they had to negotiate. Now, Apple may well have better a better deal than Spotify, maybe, maybe not. But I, I don't think they have such a better deal that there's room left over to pay for TV shows, too. The question here is, do we need another TV subscription service? That's the point. And can Apple deliver enough individual content? And the reason I say that is if you look at something like a CBS All Access, 
which I think is $5.99 with limited commercials and $9.99 ad-free. And we assume Apple wants to sell ad-free. We'll do a break in a moment. So we have All Access has basically two shows right now. Star Trek Discovery, which, by the way, has been having all sorts of back-end production problems with showrunners being fired and all that stuff. And Alex Kurtzman, whom we've heard from, from Star Trek and everything, is running the show now. Anyway, we'll figure all this stuff out in show business because show business is pretty crazy. More to come on the Tech Night Owl Live. for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. If you like alkaline water or know someone that does, you're going to love the Dillon Living Water Bottle. It creates alkaline water on the go while reducing plastic waste and saving you money. Made with surgical-grade stainless steel, the Dillon Bottle increases the pH up to 9 to deliver both alkaline and antioxidant water anywhere you want it. Alkaline water is healthier, tastes better, and can even boost energy. The Dillon Bottle makes it easy and affordable to be healthy and achieve optimal hydration. Get your Dillon Bottle today at dyln.co. That's dyln.co. Healthcare reform is confusing. With the loss of the Obamacare mandate, those needing help can now choose an affordable alternative. By joining Liberty HealthShare, you're part of a community of health-conscious Americans all over the country who control their own healthcare costs and choices. Liberty HealthShare is not insurance. It is an association of self-pay patients who unite with like-minded people to share the cost of their medical needs. Neighbor helping neighbor. Learn more now by going to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Want revenge on the common housefly? Well, after 10,000 years, someone has finally come up with a better way. The Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic and no batteries required. So much fun, you'll forget you have a wife and kids. $39.95 and free economy shipping. Use discount code GCN and get an extra 10% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. Fire your fly swatter. Get your Bug Assault today. 
This is a warning to all household pests, to all cockroaches, spiders, ants, mice, and rats. If you've made yourself at home in someone else's home, you'd better hope the owners never hear about Terminix. Because Terminix has the know-how and the means to do whatever it takes to remove you from that home. Terminix has 90 years of experience eliminating home invaders. And they make it easy for homeowners to be protected by offering a free pest estimate by calling 1-800-676-9879. Cockroaches, spiders, ants, mice, rats, and other pests. This is your last chance with one call, Terminix will remove you from the home you've invaded. If you think you can simply come back later, think again. Terminix will never stop working to keep you out with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Pests. Wherever you are, I will find you. Pests, you've been warned. Homeowners are calling Terminix right now for a free pest estimate. 1-800-676-9879. 30-day money-back guarantee at participating locations. Limitations apply. See plan for details. Bacon lovers, we ship free. Try our amazing bacon. No refrigeration required. Proprietary value-added packaging provides 10-year shelf life and protects the leanest, thickest, center-cut, fully-cooked bacon in America today. Ready to eat right from the pouch or warm and serve. Savory and delicious. Wholesale price for your everyday use. Order today at readytoeatbacon.com. Readytoeatbacon.com. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. Brian Schaffer of the Mac Observer, Gene Steinberg on the Tech Night Out Live, kind of predicting here or trying to whatever is happening with Apple's TV initiative and how it's going to be presented. And I thought, well, maybe an add-on or something for Apple Music, or maybe that's the thing here for like $4.99 extra, you get the service. And the reason I said that is because look at the other services like CBS All Access, which basically has at this point, I mean, there's probably other content, but they've got a Good Wife spinoff without two of the original stars. And they've got Star Trek Discovery, which has had all sorts of production problems. They're trying to film the second season. Who the heck knows what's going on? And otherwise, it's the back content from CBS over the years. It's old stuff. To me, if I were to get CBS All Access, it'd be for one show. Sure. Is it worth it? So does Apple... Maybe have an add-on to Apple Music. You want the TV stuff too? It's four ninety nine. I imagine it'll be nine ninety nine. Like I said, that's uh, I, I'm sure that I personally I'm sure that's where they're going to go. I don't have any inside information to that effect. That just that sits well with me. And you ask a question, Gene. I think that that's super salient. You asked if if we need another streaming TV service, and the answer to that is that you and I. Consumers don't need another TV streaming service, video streaming service, but Apple needs a video streaming service. So, you know, and I mean, like, like, did we need CBS to do this? No. Do we need Hulu to start doing original content? Mm, I don't know. Probably not. Do we need Disney to break off all its Marvel content and be... Uh, you know, have to have a separate subscription to to get that stuff. No, I mean, like, I mean, like, this stuff is 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 frustrating. How many 
services we would have to subscribe to to get all of the great TV shows that are out there. But, you know, that is the way the market's working right now. Yes, but there's a point where customers are going to wake up and say, I wanted to cut the cord. And I've got Netflix and maybe Amazon Prime because I'm a member of Amazon Prime. So I get Prime Video. And then I want HBO. I have to pay extra. I want Showtime. I want Hulu. CBS. Do I need all this stuff? Because I can go back and just take cable with a few add-ons and get Netflix. There's got to be customer resistance there. And Apple knows that. So they have to do something different to change the way this system is set up. It can't just be, okay, it's Apple shows for $9.99, no commercials. And we have what? We have 20 shows, 10 episodes apiece. You're going to pay for that every month? Or would you subscribe for two months, watch everything, binge watch it, and cancel for eight months? What would you do? In fact, that's a good way to handle Netflix, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's probably a. Be- I mean, it's probably a better. Way. I mean, Netflix has so much content; you probably want to keep it, but it's certainly a good way to handle CBS. You know, you wait until the you wait until Star Trek is uh, the season of Star Trek is finished. You rent for a month, you you watch everything, and then you cancel your subscription and rinse repeat next year. I do that sometimes with Netflix, you know, where. Sure. The time I really have to actually watch the shows is spring, summer, when all the regular TV shows are no longer running. Season's over. So over a two, three-month period, I can watch Netflix, catch up on the four or five shows I like, and then cancel. Sure. And renew. I wonder how many people do that. I assume here most people do not. Probably not for Netflix because they're constantly they they have uh, every week they're 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 launching an, another show or two or three or four another season of a show or two or three or four and and as well as their original movies that they that they bring on board but uh, people may well be doing that for Hulu for Handmaid's Tale or CBS for uh, um, for uh, Star Trek or maybe Amazon Prime for um, for Amazon Prime Video for uh, Man in the High Castle, that's certainly possible. The more shows you have, the the and and the more you can stagger out the releases, the more incentive consumers have to to stay year-round subscribers. And I think that's been Netflix's uh, um, strategy, and it wouldn't surprise me if it ended up being Apple's strategy too. Well, I think Apple wants to change the marketing picture, though. But I assume everybody with Apple equipment will be able to see this. Will they allow Android users to see it, too? I guess they need the mass market audience that everybody who wants to watch this ought to be able to do it. Yeah, it seems like they would do uh, Android with their video content, just like they're doing Apple Music on Android. That's, that seems reasonable to me. And Apple is reasonable. Like I said, I think they're going to want to do something with regard to the pricing plan and everything because they don't want to be like everybody else. What, why, do you, why do you say that? 
Because I think the plan as it is now, there's a problem there. I think that the marketing plan is going to be saturated very soon, if it's not already. But the oversaturation doesn't necessarily have to affect new entrants to the market, in this case, Apple. Apple could, I mean, Apple was a new entrant to music streaming when Apple Music was launched. And yet now everybody treats the that market as a two-way contest between Spotify and 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 Apple with little Pandora on the side. Right. But here's the thing. In those particular cases, it's either, you know, it, it's it can be either or. You might get Spotify, you might get Apple Music or Pandora. Yes. With TV streaming services, it can be another product for yes. streaming. It's very different. Not just either or, it's and. Yeah, but you're exactly right. Because with uh, music streaming, uh, yeah, maybe one, one service has 32 million and maybe another service has 30 million but f- songs. But for all practical purposes, for, for the vast majority of users, both services, in this case, Apple Music and Spotify, essentially have everything that any one listener would, would want. And to your point, with the streaming services, the way they're, you know, it, the, the way Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime and uh, to a greatly lesser extent, CBS, the way they're differentiating their streaming products is to offer original content you, that you can only get with those. So if you do want all of that original content, you would, in fact, have to subscribe to all of the services. Exactly. And again, it becomes a big ad for going back to the cable guy. In fact, a lot of these services now, more and more of them are offering a Netflix option. You know, one of the Xfinity from Comcast, Cox offers one of their contour boxes with built-in Netflix. It's not 4K Netflix, but it's Netflix. So they grab the biggest streaming service. So instead of worrying about net neutrality, the cable services get money from Netflix because they get a piece of the action when you sign up. Sure. See, so that may change things a lot. I think that, of course, was a protection or a dodge against the end of net neutrality. But it also means that you're more inclined to deal with the cable guy if he's giving you a little bit more. Oh, that's okay. I'll get basic cable. I'll add a premium station or two, and I'll get Netflix, and I'm cool. Unless Hulu joins that, and CBS All Access throws a deal in there, and where does Apple go? I just need to see where the marketing plan is. That's all. Part of it is there's only like... Three shows I'd want to watch, I think, of the ones they have. You know, I want to see if M. Night Shyamalan is going to do something good after all these years. I'm going to see Ron, Ronald Moore, of course. J.J. Abrams. They're going to do, what, Fahrenheit 451? Uh, yeah, I think so. You know, we, have, we have a story. 
um, that that lists. We have a running story that uh, lists uh, all of the TV shows that Apple has announced over at MacObserver.com. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So Mac Observer has its own TV guide. Its own Apple TV guide, yeah. Well, I'm just kind of driving you crazy there. Yeah, it's got the Apple TV guide. So if you want to know what Apple has, you look up their TV guide and see what's happening. All the original video content for and they're still calling it for Apple Music. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just don't. I don't think that's where it's going to wind up. But for lack of a better term, now is what we're that's what we're calling it. I'm looking at all the shows as I talk to. They've got four pages of shows right now. And I'm looking at how many I want. Carpool Karaoke. That's got to run out of steam in about an hour. Oh, yeah, it's, that's not Fahrenheit 451. It's Foundation. I'm sorry. It's Isaac Asimov's Foundation. Oh, yeah, right. And that's a trilogy. And understand here, a short story is enough to base a movie on. And this is going to be, I guess, a miniseries or something like that, or a full series. 
and three three novels, a trilogy. What, what Big sprawling trilogy. No, hold on, no, hold on. The there were the original foundation, the original foundation trilogy, but then there were um multiple books that he did uh in the last few years of his life that took took the story deeper and deeper and deeper. So instead of having like other people doing spinoffs. He did all the spinoffs himself because he wrote lots of things. One of the executive producers will be David S. Goyer, The Dark Knight, for example. Mm. You know, he's got pretty, pretty good credentials there. That one I might want to see, Foundation. But it's a really sprawling series. And with so many stories, as you say, they can run that thing for several years. Yeah, they could, especially if if they're not going to limit themselves to the source material. I mean, the, again, the way the way Asimov himself was taking the story, it just got. I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not going to do any spoilers. Um, but the story just got deeper and deeper and deeper and bigger and bigger and bigger, and more and more and more was unfolded. And uh, um, it's uh, there's probably plenty of room for as many seasons as a producer could want to to do. Well, I'm assuming here that it's not going to be 23 shows a year. It might be 10. Yeah, yeah. And as you say, sometimes you can make an entire movie off a short story. Like the original The Day the Earth Stood Still. I think it was based on Farewell to the Master. It was a short story. Made a whole movie. Total Recall, Recall, Recall. was based on a short story by Philip K. Dick. So now you're taking three sprawling novels plus lots of other stories, and they can keep that going forever. Yeah. They can keep that going for many years if successful. On the other hand, you're taking something here that's pretty deep science fiction, and you want to make it successful and accessible for a mass audience. And I wonder how you do that if you can do that. Uh, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, science fiction has proven to be popular in general. So, um, I, I think, I think foundation could work. It, it'll, it'll, it really depend. I mean, uh, you know, Asimov, like most early science fiction writers, most of the, of the fifties, um, fifties and sixties science fiction writers, um, weren't always good writers, but they told these amazing stories. Philip K. Dick, I certainly count in that group. Um, and Asimov, I also count in that in that group. Uh, Heinlein, I count in that group. You know, they're not necessarily great writers, but you know, wonderful storytellers, wonderful story creators. And I think that the the foundation this foundation story could well work with a with with a, a mainstream audience. It, it kind of depends on it depends on what they do with the uh, with the characters and and how they they unfold the unfold the the big um, the big plot twists. Can you tell our listeners, because it's just a name, briefly, what this is about? Uh, foundation is, it's far, 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 far future. Galaxy's been settled. Uh, Earth is long lost to the, to, to the history, mist of time. Um, and one genius starts studying the the mass psychology of of humans and has some very starts starts predicting exactly what's going to happen when 
and um those predictions turn to shaping what happens and that's uh, that's the essential nature of the of the mystery of the first book does that make sense sure I just, again, don't see it being too accessible, but if it's done the right yeah, way, yeah. it has to be very character-driven. Yes, I would agree with that. Because people see sci-fi and they think spaceships, space opera, and that kind of thing. And I think that's the most popular science fiction, of course, Star Trek and Star Wars. And not that there aren't other great sci-fi stories. Well, if it helps, one of the big predictions that he makes is the fall of the Galactic Empire. So you know, you get you have a little bit of sort of you know spacey dystopian. The Galactic thing. Empire. I am your father. But again, I, I also don't know. I have no idea how closely they're going to hew to the original content, uh, the original idea. That you know, for all we know, this certainly wouldn't be the first time this has happened. They, you know, this this deal essentially means the name. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing else might bear any resemblance whatsoever to the story. We don't know yet. The way probably it'll be presented is Isaac Asimov's foundation. I think they'll play on the name because even people who don't know who he was, and I met him a few times, shows you how old I am. He was funny, Asimov. He was funny when you'd see him at one of these science fiction conventions. It was a lot of fun. He was a real good jokesmith. A lot of fun people had with him. He he wrote uh, he wrote a lot of nonfiction as well. And one of the, one of his early books uh, that looked at a lot of science principles uh, had a, a fairly major impact on me. He 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 looked at the question of what would happen if if an immovable object meets an irresistible force, right? So so long-standing cone so to speak and uh, and he answered the question he said that in an inner in a universe with uh, uh, immovable force you cannot have an immovable object you cannot have an irresistible force so the question is nonsense he wrote a story about nonsense isaac asimov dared to write a story about nonsense i don't know you know fuck the guy was incredibly incredibly prolific yes and smart right i'll go with that he was smart yeah but anyway i mean i'm looking forward to some of the shows obviously that's one of them the new foundation and i'll mention the others here m night Shyamalan, hoping that he's going to have something really good there another one that i'm looking forward to is ronald moore Mm-hmm. and maybe amazing stories. Yeah, that could be good. That could be really good. Well, the problem is with the original show, it only lasted two years. That doesn't mean it was a bad show. Look at Firefly. I thought that was a really good sci-fi show, but it was totally thoroughly messed up by Fox TV. Yep. And maybe they've learned since then. I sure hope so. Anyway... What can we say? We don't know how Apple's going to market this. Even though Mac Observer says Apple Music, which is kind of still the hint that they're dropping, it might be an add-on. Who knows what they're going to do? 
Because remember, $1 billion to Apple, chump change. Yep. But if they can do something really seriously on the long term, not this year, but five years from now, something special is going to happen. It may indeed be worth it keeping it with Apple Music. Make it Apple Music and TV and blow away the market. More to come on the Tech Night Owl Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. If you or anyone you love has been diagnosed with lung cancer, asbestosis, or mesothelioma, your diagnosis may be the result of job-related exposure to asbestos, and you may be entitled to compensation. Over $30 billion in trusts have been set aside for individuals who have been affected by asbestos exposure. How do you protect your rights and get the compensation you deserve? Call Capital Legal Group now at 800-400-LUNG. Capital Legal Group is one of the nation's resources for settlement of lung cancer and mesothelioma cases. Law firms have successfully recovered over $2.7 billion dollars for their clients in all 50 states and claims have been paid in as little as 60 days if you or a family member were diagnosed with lung cancer asbestosis or mesothelioma call capital legal group now at 800-400-LUNG we'll open a no-cost case review on your behalf a history of tobacco use or cigarette smoking will not disqualify your case visit 800-400-LUNG.com or call 800-400-LUNG call 800-400-5864 now that's 800-400-LUNG You have been lied to. Generation after generation, time after time after time. If you follow the money, then you understand why America's in the condition it's in. Now, you created the Star Reserve in 1913 through lies. You create 9-11. Through 9-11, then you're fighting a war on terror. And now all of a sudden you go into Iraq, which was another lie. This book will open people's eyes. Order now at KillingUncleSamBook.com. KillingUncleSamBook.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Bill Deagle, MD, AAEM, ACAM, A4M, of Nutramedical.com, and a consultant providing email advice free on advanced protocols for your optimized wellness and advanced technologies to heal and regenerate you. You can contact us at Nutramedical.com, that's N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com, or 888-212-8871. You get free email starter protocols of our top medical-grade nutraceuticals, initial testing, and recommendations for your own primary doctor to do, as well as recommendations to give you an idea of a consultation and a full protocol to try to help you regenerate your tissues, heal naturally without the use of toxic polypharmacy. I can send test kits to you as well anywhere in the world and provide you recommendations for referral of specialty clinics worldwide. So contact me, Dr. Bill Deagle, at Nutramedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com or 888-212-8871. 
Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest price filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. We haven't talked since Apple had its Worldwide Developers Conference, Brian Chaffin, do you have any particular observations of what your favorite things were from Mojave and the desert? Mojave. Mojave and the desert. Sounds like a rock and roll band. Mojave and the deserts and iOS 12. Uh, the big thing for my OS 12 is, to me, is going to be uh, serious shortcuts and improved serious suggestions. Um, I think both of those are important. And I'm also really interested to see what happens with ARKit 2. I think ARKit 2 is uh, going to make some really, really interesting things possible. Uh, did you see? Um, did you see that uh, a developer posted uh, the, on Friday, the Friday of WWDC week? He posted a video of an ARKit 2 demonstration. Did you happen to see that? Very, very quickly. Not completely. No. He. Uh, so, long story short, he put a card down. He's just, he just like posted this to Twitter. It's like, I mean, you know, filmed in, in four minutes and puts a, like a loyalty card down on the ground and then attaches a point information to it. And then he picks up the card and the point information moves with the card. And, uh, it, it is, to me, it is exactly the kind, it, it is a perfect example kinds of benefits that augmented reality can have for our everyday life where information can be attached to people or to um or to to you know to objects or to to things or even just at a a certain point in our vision and that information can tell us very important things and so that it was i was super exciting to see this i mean this this to me is is the future of augmented reality, you know, especially once we actually don't have to like hold our phones in front of our faces when we can, when we can have some sort of glasses or uh, uh, some kind of, you know, contact lenses, even if you go further in the future, or even further in the future, some sort of uh, a brain implant where we can have this information superimposed on our vision and have all this stuff at our fingertips. I mean, that's AR kit two takes us another little step. I, I called them, giant baby steps and and the ar kit 2 takes us that giant baby step closer to that future where where augmented reality is is an important part of our lives i have a huge question here that may or may not be relevant here we hear all this stuff about ar kit and i guess people who are into games and such are going to like this Practically speaking, does the average user see a benefit 
that will be so obvious. They'll wonder why has an AR kit been here before? Yeah, I, I think so. It, you know, most of the stuff that people have seen with augmented reality, it, it really involves games. And games are fine. I love games. I am like Pokemon was uh, was pre AR kit, but it essentially brought uh, AR kit was sort of uh, Apple's uh, efforts to um, include within the operating system some of the things that the Pokemon Go was doing. I, I, that's fine. I'm super excited about Harry Potter Wizards Unite. I'm super excited about that, which is essentially Pokemon Go, but with the Harry Potter universe. I can't wait to do that. But games games are not going to be the life-changing thing for people with augmented reality. The thing that's going to be life-changing for augmented reality is when information on our environment, be it from people's names to phone numbers to businesses to Yelp ratings to uh, whether or not uh, restaurants are gluten-free, or you know, or not gluten free to you know where where your your friends are in the local neighborhood. I mean, these these this this kind of information will be the sort of thing that will be like, how did we live without it before? I sure as heck hope you're right. I really do. Why? I you know I like to see these new technologies take off, advance our user experience, things like that. So that might be fun. Well, the the thing though, Gene, is that um, this won't be a reality as long as we have to hold our phones in front of our faces. I mean, Apple knows that this this is this, uh, walking around. Okay, let me put it this way: the last thing that Apple wants is for everybody on the planet to be walking around through life holding their phones in front of their face and viewing the world through their phones. As as much as that might like theoretically be good for for Apple, it's not good for Apple because it's just a terrible way to live. And Apple knows that. So they have to have another marketing plan for AR, or maybe a direct implant to your brain. Well, the, yeah, we need something like Google Glass done right. How does Google Glass get done right? Unless you put in contact lenses, and that could be painful for people. Do you give them glasses? But I have glasses too. I have reading glasses. And when I take my contact lenses off, I have fairly normal, regular glasses that any person might have. And I don't know if I want to walk around that way and maybe have a little image coming in front of me. Or is there a way to project that image, some kind of holographic device? I spent lots of time on your show and elsewhere complaining about Google Glass from an invasion of privacy standpoint. And the big key difference between what Apple could do with any kind of glasses-like device is by keeping the data local to both the the glasses and to your phone and rather than sending it off to servers and you know having having everyone you see and everywhere you go added to your profile which is what Google is doing. And it's, it's Apple would not be doing that because that's not Apple's business model. And, and that's how you do glasses, right? At least from a, from a principle standpoint, from a technology standpoint, you still have to be able to have um, the display on the glasses. You still have to be able to uh, have the glasses, be able to sense your, your environment. 
Um, and, and those things are certainly hard and we may still be years away from that. I, I'm not sure. We know that uh, Apple is working on a glasses-like project, but we also know that Apple has considered canning it probably be because the technology isn't here yet. It remains to be seen. Well, that's, of course, the difference between Apple and these other companies. Apple is not going to bring a technology to market that it doesn't feel is at least ready for a first product. Maybe not completely finished, but not ready for a first product like the iPhone. They also have to be able to control key components or key technologies. We've got, uh, we got to wrap it here, man. We could have gone another two hours with this. AR. AR. Brian Chaffin, how do we find more of the stuff you do? I'm the editor-in-chief at MacObserver.com, and you can find me on Twitter at TMO Brian. That's Brian with a Y, and uh, love to hear from you. And his... Email address is not bigboss at macobserver.com. Just want to tell you that. Okay. That's true. You can create that address. Brian Chaffin, thank you for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hbextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hbextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. 
Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. Analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Non-attorney paid spokesperson. Could your house go into foreclosure? Are you behind on your mortgage payments? Does it seem like the bank has no interest in helping you save your home and you feel like you have nowhere to turn for help? Then we have good news for you. Foreclosure Protection Services can help save your home as they specialize in foreclosure assistance. That's all they do. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, or been the victim of a predatory loan, it's critical that you call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-667-9035. Their network of attorneys and their agents are available to speak to you now. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, Foreclosure Protection Services can help stop the foreclosure process. Call today before it's too late. New laws are in effect that may save your home. Call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-667-9035. 800-667-9035. That's 800-667-9035. What's going to happen next? You never know when you're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. We have Bob Dr. Maclevitis joining us, and this is going to be really a spectacular episode. How do I know that? Because he told me so. He said, Gene, this is going to be the most amazing, amazing episode you've ever had. Okay? Now, just to give him a frame of reference here, because he was in the green room and hasn't heard the previous guest. We were talking to Chris Weber of Cassaba Security about Facebook and about general security issues. Lots of good fun. Thrilling. And I'm going to ask you, before we get into some of the rants I want to do, because I schedule a bunch of rants. You saved the rants for me, didn't you? Well, yeah, because I thought you're the kind of person we can rant to and you would appreciate a good rant. It's part of your nature. Okay, Facebook. Why is anybody going to stick with Facebook after all this nonsense that's been going on? Oh, it's interesting. I I asked a a a few younger people and they don't seem to care <laughs> they, they you know it's like that's okay well that's why it's free i'll tell you something knowing what's going on i still will keep my facebook account and i'll still keep in touch with my friends on facebook and mark zuckerberg will apologize a lot more and at some point we'll probably have some legislation that says they can't do stuff like that unless they tell us first and life will go on it's the old well, if you're getting something for free, what's the catch? The catch is, 
what is Facebook's product? It's you. So if you're not comfortable with that, then go find another social network with billions of users. But, you know, the way I see it, most people aren't that concerned with that trade-off. People who have privacy concerns are absolutely going to do whatever. You know, they're going to abandon Facebook or stop using it and keep their account alive like Waz so, so nobody else can be Waz. Other people will just go on. Life will go on for them. I don't think it's going to, I don't know. There's the, the leave, what is it, leave Facebook movement? I don't know. There's a hashtag. There's a hashtag for everything. But I don't really see people leaving in droves. You know, I've asked a lot of people I know that are older, I would say, you know, over 40. And they don't seem particularly concerned. They actually, yeah, yeah well, uh I'm learning to believe less of what I see online. So there. So there. I use Facebook sparingly. We have a Paracast Facebook channel, two of them. A group, a community. There's a difference. I don't care what it is. If you want to merge them, you lose the content of one of them. Now, I saw Mark Zuckerberg on TV during this congressional grilling. Or I guess he wasn't being grilled. Yes, he was a little bit. And he has like a set group of answers from which he contradicts himself every so often. And also, he also continues to say, I'll have my team get back to you. He said that so often I felt he was rehearsed. If you're not sure about an answer, just say, I'll have my team get back to you. I assume there'll be legislation. And by being upfront, apologizing up the kazoo and saying, you know, we'll work with you. They want to gain control of the message. So whatever legislation comes forth, they want to have a say to reduce its effectiveness. Well, you know, there's a fine line between legislation and uh, censorship. And I think I'm not sure that letting the government be the arbiter of what should and should be, shouldn't be available to you through Facebook is the best idea either. I don't know. I, I, I suspect self-policing isn't going to work because, well, all of those guys are dishonest and crooked and just want to make lots of money. But I'm not sure legislation will be the answer either, and I'm not sure that legislation can't be used to silence uh, certain voices that the administration might not care to have heard. I don't know. Just not comfortable with more legislation on something as close to so many people. How would you feel if they shut your Facebook group down because you were, uh, I don't know, you know, spouting stuff that, that wasn't permissible? Well, I'll tell you what, if Mark Zuckerberg grants me an interview, exclusive interview on the Tech Night Out Live, I'll say you can keep your Facebook after that. Hold your breath. Not this year. Excuse me, at my age, if I hold my breath, I may have a problem getting it started again. I must have done it to him. You see that? We didn't hear any response from Bob. You know, I want to ask you something else. Since you're in Austin and we have all this technology going on, I just went through one of these happy messes. I'm at a new place trying to get cheap internet, cheap TV, which is, ends up being satellite because they have always a lower introductory price. We, the only provider we can get in this place is DirecTV because it's pre-wired. It's what they call a multiple dwelling unit, where when they built this place or sometime along the way, 
DirecTV and CenturyLink came in there and said, hey, we'll wire it, give your customers, your residents a lower internet price because we've got bundles here. We'll give them a cheap internet price, cheaper than if you just went out and bought it on the phone or online. Cheaper direct TV, you know, like a really, really cheap price, like basic cable or less. But they go through this happy dance we've had to play. I've never seen such incompetence. I mentioned this before. We're not going to get advertising from direct TV or AT&T. I've actually talked with two executive assistants to the president of AT&T. And they won't help. They literally do everything, everything they can to misunderstand what I say. I had to say the same thing 12 times in simple words. I'm a radio broadcaster. They didn't understand. Have you ever gone through any of that? Yes, that's why I no longer am a AT, I'm no longer an AT&T customer. After their, let's see, the first, the first strike, I think, was telling me that uh, data was so much per megabyte. And I went overseas to uh, somewhere and checked my, no, not even overseas. I was in San Francisco checking my mail, thinking it was a penny a megabyte. And it turned out they misquoted me. I called to ask what it would cost me. This was when, uh, before iPhones, this was on a, a Motorola uh, I forget what they were called, but they were like, they, they actually had internet access and mail built in. It was crappy, but it was built in. So I thought I'd be cool and get mail from my hotel room on my phone. <laughs> $800. This was before Unlimited. Their last strike was Unlimited Data. They gave me a deal that was Unlimited Data on my first iPhone. Then they stopped offering unlimited data, but they grandfathered me, and I got to keep it. Then they told me that they were redefining the word unlimited. <laughs> and that if I used more than uh, so many gigabytes of data in a month, I would still have as much as I wanted. It would just come to me much slower. <laughs> and that was, uh, I don't know. I think that was when I told AT&T to shove it and um, accepted T-Mobile's kind offer to come over and become a T-Mobile subscriber. And you know what? T-Mobile as a company is nowhere near as evil and horrid as AT&T. Nowhere near. If you're thinking about switching and, and you'd like some uh, company that treats you like a person, or at least more like a person, and doesn't try to rip you off at every bend... You might try T-Mobile instead of AT&T. Also, when I was in Germany, I, I uh, got on the T-Mobile website and chatted with someone to see how much I was going to pay for data from Germany, and it was zero in Germany and 110 other countries. AT&T charges like $8 million a second or a, a megabyte or a kilobyte. You go out of the country and try using some data, boy, you're going to see a big bill. A big bada bill. But not T-Mobile. T-Mobile actually gives me stuff all the time. We got a break. We'll have more to come on the Tech Night Out Live. <laughs> You are listening to GCN. 
Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Want revenge on the common housefly? Well, after 10,000 years, someone has finally come up with a better way. The Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic and no batteries required. So much fun, you'll forget you have a wife and kids. $39.95 and free economy shipping. Use discount code GCN and get an extra 10% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. Fire your fly swatter. Get your Bug Assault today. Has your body ever gone low blood sugar feeling weak, shaky, knowing you better eat something fast? We all know high blood sugar can lead to many metabolic problems. At GCNteam.com, we have a healthy blood sugar pack, focusing on the structure and function of stable blood sugar. Find us at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Nothing feels worse than unstable blood sugar. Call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. ProPure Gravity Water Filters. Most tested, most trusted. The Pro One G2.0 filter by ProPure fits most gravity systems and is so easy to set up and use. No priming required. Independent lab tested to NSF standards. Removes up to 200 plus contaminants with Pro One G2.0 full spectrum filter technology. ProPure Water Filters. When you don't know what's in your water, start enjoying great tasting water today. Visit an authorized ProPure dealer or ProPureUSA.com. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-261-9818 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-261-9818. Again, 800-261-9818. 
This is Fred. Uh, hi, I'm Fred. Fred's a repeater. I tend to repeat. Fred has a business. I do have a business. And a problem. Fred repeats the same tired advertising over and over, and now it doesn't work. Over and over. But Fred is about to see a vision. I'm seeing a vision. Advertising on the Genesis Communications Network is the smart way for Fred to reach his potential customers with the most affordable national advertising rates, period. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just email advertise at GCNlive.com. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. So T-Mobile likes Bob Levitas. The only thing that bothers me with T-Mobile, and this is why I stay with AT&T, T-Mobile requires that you agree to auto pay or they add $15 to the bill. You may not know that. And with AT&T, I get a discount on my basic service, the data plan, because I'm a member of AARP. No commercial, but I'm an old guy and I'm a member of the... Actually, anyone over 50 or 55 could be a member of AARP. They give me an AARP discount. When you add those two together knowing that I'm not going to always be ready to auto-pay. My price and T-Mobile's price, they're not that different. For me, it was 100 bucks a month for the family. So I'm, I'm paying $100 less for uh, what I consider to be better service. And truly unlimited also. No, no, no like, uh, well, unlimited now means you can use up to 8 gigabytes a month, and then you will get slower, but still unlimited data. Lower, by the way, is 128K. It's too slow to stream much. It's probably too slow to stream audio. It's certainly too slow to stream video. Yeah. Thanks, AT&T. It was nice. We had a great relationship for all those years until you redefined the word unlimited unilaterally. That was it for me. And by the way, T-Mobile gave me a share of T-Mobile stock when I joined them, worth $43 when I sold it. They also uh, bought me a Frosty at uh, Wendy's, and they bought me a cup of coffee at Dunkin' Donuts. A couple other things. Oh, yeah, they gave me Major League Baseball for the whole season for free. You know what? If I actually watched Major League Baseball, and I haven't watched baseball since the Brooklyn Dodgers left Brooklyn, New York, and I came to the realization that the teams were in it for the money and they take the team to any city where they got a good break or a good bribe. I was I a really was small nice. kid then. It's a value of a hundred plus dollars. And both of my, I have two friends who are baseball fanatics and both of them offered to buy it from me, except that you can't do that. It's kind of attached to your phone. But I mean, they were willing, they, they, they said, I'm going to have to pay $113 or $123. I don't know what it is a year, but it's, it's over $100. And I thought, well, that's very cool. And guess what? They also, when I upgraded to the unlimited plan recently, they told me, oh, did you know that you get free Netflix with that? So I save now, whatever, $10 a month. Right. But what if you want to watch Netflix 
on another device. Is it a one a, device deal or what? No, it's on all of my devices. It's the same Netflix account I've got now. They'll just pay the bill. So if you want, for example, Ultra HD. Um, I probably would have to pay the difference because I've just got the cheap uh, Netflix thing, you know, the cheapest tier. I think I pay seven nine. No, it just went up. It's 10 bucks a month. So it's 10 bucks a month. I won't pay Netflix. And it's not ten more dollars a month on my phone bill. It's the same. They just made a deal, so I get Netflix for free. Let me tell you about Netflix. Very interesting. Cable and satellite companies are now incorporating Netflix. I'm serious. If you can't beat them, I'm sure they make some some money on that. Or maybe they reduce their churn, which is important, because the, the higher the churn, the higher the cost of acquiring customers. You know, if you I, keep all your customers, it's better than if half of them leave every month. So maybe, you know, that's the deal is the cable operators don't want you to leave, cut the cable, so to speak. So they cut a deal with Netflix. Well, it's already on, all you know, smart TVs and stuff. My mother-in-law said, I've got Netflix. I said, well, where does it come from? She goes, I don't know. It's on my TV. Andy set it up. My brother-in-law. Let me get this straight, okay, Bob? If I want to have Netflix on my TV set, I call Andy. No. No, only his mother gets to do that. But that's okay, because uh, I, I forget how many, but I think you can have two or three devices watching simultaneously on the on a regular account because you get to build your own login you know it's like my wife my son and i currently share one netflix account i'm pretty sure we can all watch at the same time maybe only two out of three but that's never happened well the way it works if you get the max plan with the 4k you get four devices at the same time Okay, how much is that a month? I think it's twelve ninety nine or something like that. It's not bad. I mean, if I you're like me and you can't I, afford anything, it is. But otherwise, no. I don't think that's what T-Mobile is paying for. But, and I don't have a four K TV anyway, so I'll uh, I'll put off worrying about that till I get a four K TV, and it matters. <laughs> well, you know what it is now is you can get a four K TV for as little as three hundred dollars. I know, but none of my TVs is broken. That's the thing, is they all work fine. Both both of our TVs work fine. And, and even for a couple hundred dollars to replace it with a 4K that, that I don't have any programming for, and that programming for is more expensive than programming for my HD or whatever they are, 1080s. And uh, you know what? My rooms aren't big enough to, to have HD. I mean, to have Ultra HD. Uh, I don't know that I even care. You really need to, to get when Ultra HD and see it. Say you have a 55-inch set. You need to be less than 10 feet away. And then it's not just that. Obviously, you have to have 4K material, but they do upscale. I have a 4K set here. I made such a deal with Vizio, and therefore I have the 4K. But I have only seen 4K occasionally, 
but I I decide, look, I'll spend the extra three, four dollars. And I cut back on a service with my basic cable provider. I cut back on a few things. I drink less coffee a week. And so I get real 4K. And it's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm, when one of my TVs breaks, I'll find out. I'm just not that, I'm not that interested. I don't want to watch very much TV. I really don't. I listen to more TV than I watch. I watch some TV. I went to the movies yesterday, day before yesterday. I don't go to the movies very much, but I did. And I saw Black Panther and it was great. Everybody should go see it. I will make a note of that. Duly noted. I wait till so it's on know, I wait till it's on Netflix or free TV. So you know that March thirty first was World Backup Day, right? World Backup Day. Can we back up and do it again? International Backup Day? World International World Backup Day? Stop. Can we go back to re-celebrate Backup Day? Well, no, but if you missed it, you should celebrate it uh, posthumously after it's passed. After it's passing. Or why don't you celebrate it backwards? Well, if you want to wait till next year, you can. But in the meantime, you're likely to lose all your all your good stuff because people who don't back up lose all their data. It's not an if; it's a when, or a when that you can be. No, I'd like to go backwards. There are a few things I like to redo that I did a few years ago that I just can't wait to do again. Did you back them up? Well, I can talk backwards. Can I do that? The Beatles used to do that. They used to play music backwards. Is that like playing music backwards like the Beatles did? Backwards masking. Um, No, and Paul isn't dead yet. How do you know? Um, I saw him on TV not too long ago. I know, I know. It could be uh, one of those hologram things, but... I think it was him. Sir Paul. Sir Paul is not Sir Paul. It's Sir Paul's clone. More to come on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. 
It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists, get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow, a new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original and most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Welcome back to Tech Night Out Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, it's Uncle Gene. Yeah, it's him. Speaking of uh, cord cutting, one thing I learned, I am a half a cord cutter right now, because... I'm in this new place, and we're going through a merry chase with DirecTV to set up the service. Even the cheapest service they offer. I don't want the expensive stuff. I want the cheap service with the basic stations that we watch and the locals. And until we get this done, we've been watching Netflix. And so a lot of the shows that my wife watches, she likes to see repeats of older shows that she really likes. And so we find them on Netflix and we can watch them now with better video quality. We could watch them now with out commercials, and they just continue one after the other. And suddenly we are temporarily, at least, cord cutters. Actually, not a cord cutter because the way this place is set up, we're piggybacking on somebody else's internet, the upstairs person. And then after that, they have the whole dwelling wired for internet for with ethernet plugs in different rooms with a little bit of finagling we can set it up so that the tv ethernet connection can go right to the wall socket we don't have to have wi-fi for that and get better quality so you know even though it's cheap i like that you know i've lived in another place where they had standard free internet it wasn't the best internet, but standard and free, which makes it excellent. And they had free Dish Network. And between the two of them and a bunch of other stuff like brand new insulation, we save hundreds of dollars. You don't realize when you look at the rent of a, of a property that it's not just the rent and maybe the local tax or fees. It is your internet. It is your TV. It is, unless you use an antenna, 
It is your electric bill. If it's well insulated, the electric bill goes way down. I lived in a very cheap place, Bob. Like hundreds of dollars a month, a manufactured home. No insulation. The electric bill was four to five hundred dollars a month in the summer in Arizona at one hundred twenty. Object lesson. See, he left us. I didn't all. leave you. I'm here. Well, at least someone is. Hey, well, there we go. Question here. Question here. The story out here now that Apple won't have the next Mac Pro out until 2019. Why does it take so long to build a modular computer? Apple's been doing that for 100 years. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, engineering resources, you know, takes a lot of people to build iPhones. Yeah, but they can hire a few more people. Apple's got money. No, they can't, though. They, they can't because there's not enough engineers. We've, we've hired them all, and we can't get any more from India or China. So we're in trouble. And, they're, and the cost of good engineers is just going up. Up, 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 up. You hear that out there, kids? Be an engineer. Get rich. We're all in the wrong business here. So if you become an engineer, knowing that engineers are in short supply, and they won't import them from China or somewhere because there are immigration restrictions that weren't there before, but now they are. (laughs) That's true. So I have something for your listeners. I'm going to be in honor of World Backup Day, which was last two weeks ago. But because we weren't, I wasn't on your show right before that, I'm going to offer <clears throat> the first three Tech Night All Live listeners to enroll using coupon code Tech Night Owl uh, in the backup course, absolutely free. Absolutely free. You can take my little backup course and you won't pay a penny. The first three of you to sign up, I'm sending Gene the uh, URL now. He'll do something with it. I don't know, put it in the show notes or something, the website. We'll, we'll figure out something. I think it's better. It's more fun. I'll tell you what, the you write this. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to write a one-paragraph show note about what we're talking about. That's your assignment, should you decide to accept it and you have no choice. You will write the show notes for your appearance. It's got to be like six, seven lines, okay? And you'll send it to me right, right away with the coupon code. And I'll put it up there, verbatim, minus misspellings or grammatical errors. How's that? Such a deal? Deal. We're on. Okay, good. We'll cement that deal. Such a deal. It's the art of the real deal. You've heard the art of the deal. Well, this is the art of the such a deal. That's a good one. Will you make it Jewish? (laughs) Right, that kind of thing. The art of such a deal. That work? Okay. The art of such a deal. No, I don't want that. Forget about the words art of. How about the such a deal? The such a deal. I like it. You got to say it like you're from New York or Florida. I'm not. I've never only been to Florida a few times, so I haven't really learned that. 
How about well, such Floridians ideas? Well, like New Yorkers, wait, sir. That's the thing. Mr. Levitis. Professor oh. Levitis. Oh, Dr. Levitis, whatever it is. Here it is. Such ideal. Let's try a couple of you. See if you can do better than I can. Hey, such ideal. I'll tell you the truth. I'm thinking more like Mel Brooks, you know? Such a deal. Uh, such a deal. Uh, I don't want a dill. A dill pickle. Free. Everybody loves free. The first three of your listeners to take advantage of my offer will get the backup course absolutely free. They're going to back up? Such a deal. They will. After they get done watching the course, they will, because I, I basically tell them if they don't do what I tell them, they're going to lose all of their stuff, all of their photos, all of their music, all of their videos. You know, since we're doing ridiculous Jewish references here, I had a Internet installer some time back, really nice guy named Paul. Not the Paul from, used to be from Verizon, and now is on sprints, the one who said, can you hear me now? No, not, not that, Paul. And he said, you're Jewish, aren't you? And I said, yeah. And we were just, you know, pleasant guy. And he says, you know, I'm Mexican. My, actually, my grandparents came from Mexico. And I said, okay, my grandparents on my mother's side came from Russia. And he says, well, you know, I do. I sometimes call myself Mexicanish, as Jewish, Mexicanish. Why can't people be like that anymore, where you celebrate your heritage and you have fun? I mean, this guy was a great guy. I mean, he was gave me his cell number. Look, you got a problem, you call me directly. Why can't we have people like that? Who says we don't? Well, not as Everyone much. I know is like that. Everyone I know is like that. You just uh, must be different in Arizona. Well, you know, there aren't that many Jewish people in Arizona, I don't think. We do have a semi-kosher deli here called Chompies. <laughs> Kosher style. Well, they are Jewish. They're from New York. From Queens, actually. The Borensteins. They're worth a lot of money because they also sell bakery items like bagels to local supermarkets like the fries, which is part of the Kroger chain. You want to get genuine, semi-fake, kosher bagels. They have it. It's amazing. I don't know how a technology show does this. Why are we sitting here talking about bagels? You started it. Don't, it's, don't it's, look at me. I can't look at you. All I see is this hard picture with your men in black glasses. He's one of the men in black, the galaxy protectors. We have Bob Dr. McLevitis. I'm Gene Steinberg. More excitement to come. Excitement like you've never had before. I'm the Tech Night Out Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. 
But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Many people write us about their experience with Extendivite. Allow me to read you a few from Amazon.com. By Mel. Great product. My husband and father-in-law use it regularly. Both my husband and father-in-law have had significant change in their blood pressure and overall health. By Amazon customer. It works for me. Return to buy the tincture in the capsules as they were on sale during February. Unlike some other products, this one worked for blood pressure and occasional irregular heartbeat. Extendivite produced noticeable results after just two bottles, a four-month supply. I take Extendivite three times a day, every day. I think this supplement has helped with my increased fitness regime and to lower my blood pressure. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-301-5435. That's 800-301-5435. 800-301-5435. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. 
If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow night owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. People say I don't boast about this show enough, so I decided more excitement than you could even possibly. No, I don't want to get. Oy vey. Oy yourself. Let's get back to this because you had purchased my Mac Pro years ago, my 2008 Mac Pro. I remember, remember that. And yes. it lasted well. I mean, do you still have it or is it long gone? No, no, no. It's, it's been about, I think, four or five years ago, I decided I wanted only to have one computer. So I bought a, you know, medium to orienting towards high end of the 2015 Mac Pro line, you know, before the, before the little touch bar thing. And uh, 16 gigs of RAM, and it's got Thunderbolt. And basically, you know, I have a dock here that everything is plugged into. So I can, when I have to leave, just unplug a couple of things and out the door without having to really think too much about do I have the right files on this computer that I'm taking with me because it's the computer I'm using most of the day. So, you know, I have external disks. And I store things on them that I won't need when I'm out. So it's easy for me to just jump up. So, yeah, about, I guess, five or six years ago, I went from two computers to one computer. Then I bought another computer. <laughs> it was too hard to disconnect the two cables, so I bought a MacBook Air to travel with. Now, let me tell you our situation here. I have a 2010 MacBook Pro, 17-inch. It's been modified with solid-state drive, and more memory, 8 gigabytes. It actually works pretty well, even with High Sierra. I don't use it much. The reason is because I'm sitting here like a hermit at home with a 27-inch iMac. Now, I took this about 10 different places because for various reasons explained in my newsletters, I don't want to get into it here. I don't have the patience. I can't look at a tiny screen. 17 inches is a tiny screen to me. I know a lot of people don't. 27 inches. Got to have the 27 inches. Oh, gosh. You wouldn't even be able to find my 11-inch uh, MacBook Air. You wouldn't even be able to find it, much less see its screen. That's so tiny. But I don't mind it. You know, it's perfect for airplanes. And really, when I travel, I don't generally need to do things like edit video. So even the MacBook Air, for the most part, it's sufficient for the things I need to do when I'm on the road, which is mostly email and reading the local newspaper and, you know, and stuff that you can do on an 11-inch screen. In fact, I could probably travel with just an iPad and be okay. Hey, that's a thought. Maybe I should get rid of the Mac. Well, I like having a, a real keyboard, MacBook Air. I can't do that for a lot of reasons. Number one, I hate, with a passion, the keyboards that are made for iPads, number one. Obviously, the small screen. I think back, the first Power Books had smaller screens than the current mainstream iPads. And then the worst problem is I can't do these shows that way. I'm using Audio Hijack. Apple's sandboxing requirements would not allow me to get an application like that. I think if you called Paul Cavassis of Rogue Amoeba and said, if they allowed it on iOS, would you make an audio hijack variation for iPad? I bet they'd say, sure. This is something I want to ask you about, Bob. 
a couple of things. There's a story now saying that eventually you'll be able to run iPad apps on a Mac and Mac apps on iPad because of the way they're going to modify development. Is that true? I find I find that difficult to believe. I don't know where the equity is in that. You know, a Mac kind of assumes a pointing device and keyboard, whereas iOS does not. And I don't think developers are going to go back and change a lot of things to make it possible to run a Mac app. Do you remember the dual binaries in the early days of uh, the transition to PowerPC? And the they fat have, binaries from PowerPC. That's what I mean. Tell. Fat. Yeah. Fat. The way Apple designs its operating system now, that's not even a difficult thing. It's very easy because it's a portable operating system. That's why they actually had an Intel version of Next Step. Say you're an iOS developer and all of a sudden Apple says, hey, you can run iOS apps on a Mac, but you should do these, you know, 17 things to ensure that it runs well on a Mac. And the developer goes, I don't care about Mac. I'm an iOS developer. It doesn't do anything. And yeah, you have an app that will launch and ostensibly work on a Mac, but the experience isn't going to be pleasant if, if the developer doesn't take care to uh, cater to both constituencies. On an iPad or an iPhone, you can't assume uh, a keyboard. And the pointing device is either your finger or an Apple Pencil or other styli. But and remember here, when you develop an iOS app, you're doing it on a Mac, and you're emulating the environment to fine-tune your app. You're not designing it on an iPad. You're designing it on a Mac. So from that extent, being able to run iOS apps on a Mac should not be a serious deal. Going the reverse maybe for a while. But in terms of CPU horsepower, the latest processors for iPads and iPhones have no problem on driving, in terms of the power, driving Mac software at all. Yeah, but there's so many things that you really want a real keyboard and a real pointing device and the ability to switch back and forth between them and the ability, you know, the thing that the, the thing on your iPad or iPhone, you can't really multitask, right? You have some sort of quasi-multitasking, but pretty much you can have one or two things on your screen at once, but not seven. On a Mac, you can arrange the windows or spaces however you like them and have multiple things right in front of you all the time. You can't do that. And really, iOS apps aren't designed to be run that way in a windowed environment. I just think it's not going to happen. I, I just I don't see any any real big upside for it. You're already developing the same. I mean, use the same development environment. If you want a Mac app, you can write most of it to run on any platform and then finish either an iOS or a Mac app. And that works pretty well. I, I don't know. You know, what's the what would be the advantage of having one bigger piece of code? Look at numbers and, and uh, Keynote and, and, well, I'd say iMovie, but iMovie on iOS isn't that good. <laughs> but Keynote and uh, Pages and Numbers, I think, are pretty good examples of the same kind of underlying code running in two different environments as two different apps. 
yeah, sure, you could make that one thing if you if you had to, but why? In that case, it's free, but uh, what if you sell it? You know, it's like say, so you now you go from selling two versions at a certain price point to only selling one version that people can use on two devices, whether you like it or not. So I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. Should we should we make a wager? No. Okay. Because I don't think it'll happen either. We're going to break here on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Want revenge on the common housefly? Well, after 10,000 years, someone has finally come up with a better way. The Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic and no batteries required. So much fun, you'll forget you have a wife and kids. $39.95 and free economy shipping. Use discount code GCN and get an extra 10% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. Fire your fly swatter. Get your Bug Assault today. Bacon lovers, we ship free. Try our amazing bacon. No refrigeration required. Proprietary value-added packaging provides 10-year shelf life and protects the leanest, thickest, center-cut, fully-cooked bacon in America today. Ready to eat right from the pouch or warm and serve. Savory and delicious. Wholesale price for your everyday use. Order today at readytoeatbacon.com. Readytoeatbacon.com. This is a warning to all household pests, to all cockroaches, spiders, ants, mice, and rats. If you've made yourself at home in someone else's home, you'd better hope the owners never hear about Terminix. Because Terminix has the know-how and the means to do whatever it takes to remove you from that home. Terminix has 90 years of experience eliminating home invaders. And they make it easy for homeowners to be protected by offering a free pest estimate by calling 1-800-676-9879. Cockroaches, spiders, ants, mice, rats, and other pests. This is your last chance with one call, Terminix will remove you from the home you've invaded. If you think you can simply come back later, think again. Terminix will never stop working to keep you out with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Pests. Wherever you are, I will find you. Pests. You've been warned. Homeowners are calling Terminix right now for a free pest estimate. 1-800-676-9879. 1-800-676-9879. 30-day money-back guarantee at participating locations. Limitations apply. See plan for details. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. Are you living your passion? Are you pumped to go to work because you get to talk about or work with or do the things that interest you the most? Is working, playing, and relaxing one and the same? As long as you're working for someone else, you'll never be living entirely true to yourself and your passion. I'm Pharmacist Keith. Let me show you how you can work around your current schedule, create the extra income so you can live your passion. Visit radio.recordedvideo.com. That's radio.recordedvideo.com. Radio.recordedvideo.com. 
Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-261-9818 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-261-9818. Again, 800-261-9818. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Okay, here's what we're talking about. It seems here that the rumors about Apple switching processors, yet again, this time from Intel to ARM, have arisen. There's lots to talk about there. What do you think? Well, here's the thing. It's been nice having Intel processors, not not to me, but to people who need to run uh, Windows or other environments, the fact that they're Mac has, you know, pretty standard uh, iron inside it is a good thing and makes it possible for people to run Windows on a Mac, right? I don't know how possible that is if Apple goes to an ARM processor. I don't know how well you'll be able to run Windows on your Mac hardware. And I think there's a pretty good subset of Mac users that that's important to, and I don't think Apple wants to lose a big chunk of the Mac and uh, the Mac community because they can no longer buy a machine that that runs Windows acceptably. I, I, I never thought I'd say that, but I think that might be part of why Apple gets away with charging so much for its machines. Because you can't do it the other way. You can't buy a Dell and run Mac OS, but you can buy a Mac and run Dell OS, which is Windows. That's a big thing there, that portability of operating systems. And I think one of the things that really helped the Mac when they went to Intel, other than have more availability of processors and other components that work in an Intel environment, one of the things that made it good was the fact that they had boot camp. And then they had Parallels Desktop. The ability to run Windows with high performance almost all the way there or natively. And that was a big thing is a lot of people like that, having the multiple processors, especially in the early days of switching to Windows. Heck, we can run both. We have a computer that runs both. However, there's also the Hackintosh. And the Hackintosh is taking... Oh, come on. The Hackintosh is... It's a joke. It's nobody but a complete and total geek would even attempt it, much less try to keep it running for more than one operating system upgrade. 
So, for example, Rob Griffiths and our good friend Kirk McElhern. They're, they're, and Dave Hamilton. They're all geeks. These guys, if they can keep the, the Hackintoshes running uh, across, you know, a couple operating system upgrades and guarantee that everything works properly. I don't know. It just, it's just so much effort and so little reward because what's your time worth? If it takes you, you know, 30 hours every six months to get stuff working, well, that's, a, that's almost a full work week that you lose to making your Hackintosh act like a Mac. Think about spending 12 hours talking to AT&T and CenturyLink. Oh, I would never do that. I would never do that. I I've had such odysseys. Now, CenturyLink, I can always find somebody nice, like Paul. Nice guy. But AT&T, when you reach a point where the executive customer service people are ready to hang up on you, just for asking simple questions, you wonder about this company. Really wonder. And they each say, um, the last resort, there's nobody else. And I always find somebody else to talk to. I always find somebody else. Give me your manager. Give me your manager's managers. Give me somebody else. They want to get rid of you. They're aching to get rid of you. And I will go someday. I mean, there's that point of no return where I might find such a deal. I'm not, that's about Verizon. I worry about Sprint. But T-Mobile, you know, if they do a few changes, they give me an AARP discount. Do they, T-Mobile? I don't know. That's going to be an interesting little thing there. All right. So forget about the Hackintosh. The issue with an ARM-based Mac is the Intel emulation. Now, it doesn't mean you can't do something like Rosetta, where we had PowerPC to Intel. That might do it. But running Windows on a Mac on ARM is not going to be really good unless they found some super way to emulate the processor instructions in hardware. And I suppose they could license technology from Intel to do this. Maybe even make a deal that Intel fabricates the ARM chips that are made for Macs. And maybe they can do that. Because certainly the potential of Apple's chip is incredible. Because when, this is a thing that I don't think you disagree with me about, Bob. The annual performance improvements, except for rare years of Intel processor year over year is like a few percent. You barely notice it. Like, I think the 2010 MacBook Pro compared to the 2018 was about 50, 60%. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. That's eight years. Whereas Apple every year they're saying our processor is 40%. Twice as fast. Or twice as fast, or 40%, whatever. And they're still doing that. And they've reached the point now where the A-series processor is reached the point now where it's as fast as most mainstream notebooks. The fastest MacBook Pros not, but close. How many years will it take for Apple to soar past Intel? And the reason they can do this is not just because they have better people. It's because Intel processors have years and years of legacy stuff that they have to keep using 
because they have to have backward support. Whereas Apple, they only have to support their own stuff. They don't need all the extra weight. That's correct. So at the end of the day... They're not going to do it. You don't think they'll do it? No. I know they're going to add support for low level. Well, and I think that they may end up with a a coprocessor that lets them do things that would otherwise be impossible or require, you know, uh, a chip that Intel is never going to make. I think that might happen because from what I understand, the ARM processors are significantly less expensive to manufacture compared to what they have to pay Intel even for huge quantities. So maybe that they could do, you know, a uh, co-thing that would let you do a lot of the things you're, you're hoping for without all the downside of not running other OS as well. We'll see. You know, it would make sense for them to only use their own processors, just like having them build the whole widget um, lets them do things that were difficult for PC manufacturers for a long time. You know, things like the built-in camera and communication software that worked with it and uh, DVD burning and, you know, things that we've always taken for granted that were for a long time difficult on a PC. And that's all I have to say. There's a thing here where Apple's already doing some of that by putting low-level functions on A-series processors on the iMac Pro and the new MacBook Pro. Well, there you go. That's so it. they might, that That's might the be where they'll go. That might be just as far as they'll go is they'll put that on there. But I can't believe that they won't keep going to Intel in the back of their mind, going, in other words, moving, quitting Intel, ditching Intel in the back of their minds, because there's already Macs running on ARM processors inside Apple. We know that. There's no surprise about that. They're going to keep that in the back of their minds just in case the need arises, and they can speed far enough past Intel with generic processors. They might be able to provide emulation without much loss. And if they can hey, do that, about, that might work. We've got more to come. I'm going to ask for the comment from Bob Levitis in our next segment of the Tech Night Out Live. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. 
Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and sling bows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Are you retired or facing retirement and you're afraid your income is going to be less than you'd like? I'm Pharmacist Keith, Dr. Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, and I want to show you a low-cost way to create your own business, working around your current schedule, creating extra income that will last for years to come by joining Dr. Wallach's crusades, spreading his message of better health. To learn more, visit radio.recordedvideo.com. That's radio.recordedvideo.com, radio.recordedvideo.com, or call 866-257-3105 for a recorded message. This is Fred. Uh, hi, I'm Fred. Fred's a repeater. I tend to repeat. Fred has a business. I do have a business. And a problem. Fred repeats the same tired advertising over and over, and now it doesn't work. Over and over. But Fred is about to see a vision. I'm seeing a vision. Advertising on the Genesis Communications Network is the smart way for Fred to reach his potential customers with the most affordable national advertising rates, period. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just email advertise at GCNlive.com. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper, article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. So, Bob Levitis, you are champing at the bit to respond. I. Yeah, I think it's all a negotiating ploy to get better prices out of Intel. And, of course, uh, if the ARM chip is as good as everyone seems to think at doing Mackie stuff, maybe they could go to AMD and get a chip that emulates the Intel chip faster for cheaper and use the ARM as the main processor. I don't know. ARM does have processors that they claim 
will match or come close to matching Intel for half the price. Well, if that's the case and they can strap that on to an A11 or A whatever the latest A is, A, A13, what, what is the latest A? A11, I think. If they could strap that onto the back of the A11 and put that in a Mac and make it so everything I have still works, that would be good. A two-processor machine that works in concert with one another. If an AMD processor piggyback on an ARM processor, is that what we're talking that about? That might here? be cheaper. No, I thought you were talking about ARM processors. I'm thinking of are... Mac on ARM. But the issue here is the emulation for Intel. And so, if Apple could find a way to do that in hardware, maybe pushing all of it to the graphics processors, pushing all the Intel commands to the graphics processors so they can emulate it for, at a much faster speed. And then they can say, we'll still run Intel apps, but the speed performance hit will be minimal or none. So you'll still be able to run bootcamp. You'll still be able to run parallels and not notice a real big difference. Doesn't that explain not- everything? Not that I care. I just care that my Mac stuff runs as well as or better. Okay. I don't use Windows, you know? It's that I, I, I bring up that argument because it's, it's a real-world thing for a lot of people, but not me. I could care less if it runs Windows. If I could buy it for less with, hey, this one doesn't run Windows, but it's 400 less dollars, that's the one I'd buy. Because I, I have no need to run Windows. I wonder how many people do. I think a fairly big number still do, especially because so many companies are switching to Macs. But look at all the big companies now. IBM, for example, and HP is leasing or or offering subscriptions to their customers where they can get a Mac, an iPhone, or an HP Windows computer, that kind of thing. And we have companies like Walmart and Delta Airlines switching to Mac or to iPads. And there has to be a transition period. And that sort of transition is really, really simple if you got boot camp and parallels or VMware. Are they still around, VMware? I think they are, yeah. Oh, okay. I see, like I said, I don't use Windows. I'm not, I don't keep up on that stuff. I stopped trying to review it a long time ago because I don't have any Windows software to use with it. And I don't know what it would run like on a real Windows machine anyway. And so I'm probably the worst reviewer for emulation software. So. I stopped following it and stopped trying to review it 10 years ago, five years ago, eight years ago, something, long time ago, when you were still young. Sounds like a line from a song, when you were young and you know, I don't want you know what song that was, right? You don't want to do that. Yeah. You don't want to live and let die. Live and let die. I challenge anyone, by the way, I challenge anyone to look at the lyrics for live and let die. Okay. Look at the lyrics and tell me what they mean. You see, he can't do it. Or no. un- or the other one, Uncle Albert oh, Admiral, or this one, Uncle Albert Admiral Halsey, also from Paul McCartney. Take a look at those lyrics, and tell me what they mean. Do songs have to mean things? Like, here, here's a lyric from Uncle Albert Admiral Halsey. We're so sorry, but we haven't heard a thing all day. We're so sorry, Uncle Albert, but if anything should happen, we'll be sure to give a ring. What? So they're talking about. And then he sings hands across the water, heads across the sky. Hands across the water, heads across the sky. What does that mean? 
that's imagery you're supposed to visualize well i have an image i have an image of paul mccartney writing a dumb lyric using dollar signs for s's well what let's see here just to give you an example the beatles sold 170 million albums so far because they're still selling albums paul mccartney all by his lonesome doing songs that in some ways are similar to Beatles songs. He takes his Beatles chops. So in a way, he's giving you some of the Beatles as they might have been had they continued, Paul McCartney alone. He sold over 100 million albums just by himself. That's not bad. Oh, nobody denies the talent. Nobody denies. What I was but reading here, which is more interesting. He wrote a lot of silly love songs. Yes, he did. But he also plays like, how many instruments does Paul McCartney play? Um, I don't think anybody's ever counted, but he plays a lot. He can play a lot. Like, for example, Dear Prudence, the uh, John Lennon song. Won't you come out and play, hey, hey, you know, Dear Prudence? Mm -hmm. Who played those drums, Ringo or Paul? probably paul the thing here that paul mccartney would do and i was reading up on this is that he's a super perfectionist so after everybody would leave he'd go back listen to the recordings he'd overdub things he'd overdub the drums you know for example the ballad of john and yoko where they say that word you know it ain't easy where all the radio stations banned it because of that word and because they took the lord's name in vain and that all the instruments were played by john and paul probably mostly paul that was the one thing nobody you know like ringo Starr can play three chords on a piano or a guitar and then he's a drummer but paul mccartney can play all these parts you know in a way there he's like some other artists who could do that songwriters singers do you know like the late bobby darren could play lots of instruments remember Todd remember Rundgren. bobby darren I think he was nominated for an Oscar don't, for Best Supporting Actor. Don't know if he won. He wrote all these songs, not just Splish Splash, um, was taking a bath. He wrote songs. He was kind of a jazz, Frank Sinatra kind of style singer. He played numerous instruments. I remember, this is he died of a heart condition in his late 30s, congenital heart condition in his late 30s. And you see him on TV where he does imitations. And then he'd get before the band and replace all the band members playing the instruments amazing amazing instrumentalist in a way paul mccartney is that although paul mccartney was not much of an actor bob levitas tell our listeners where they can find more of your great stuff that would be at working smarter for mac users.com the one and only place all things bob you can find us on twitter look for tech night owl look for us on facebook as long as we last there because, you know, with Facebook and all the controversies, you never know. But we have two Facebook fan clubs for our other show, the Paracast, and I have a regular Facebook membership where you see Gene Steinberg with a red plaid shirt. That's me. We also have a second radio show about UFOs and things that go bump in the night on the Paracast at Paracast.com. Our guests this week are Ben Moss and Tony Angiola, experts in looking after UFOs, and they appeared on the History Channel's hangar one tv show go to paracast.com we also offer a special version of the show for
free of the network ads. If you're interested, and I think you should be, you also get better quality audio. So Bob Levitas sounds amazing. I sound amazing. well. Right. Maybe I'm amazed, you'll say. <clears throat> he'll sing that song from Paul McCartney. Maybe I'm amazed when you hear Bob. Me, he'll say, that. Anyway, whatever it is, we offer it for $1.49 a week or $4.99 a month. To find out more, go to plus.technightowl.com, P-L-U-S.technightowl.com. Learn about Tech Night Owl Plus, a version of the show free of the network ads. It's been unusual. It's been real. I do have one more thing. What's that? If you visit my website, please scroll to the bottom of the page and click on the link to become a patron. You can then just send me money monthly. Thanks. The Tech Night Owl Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel.